a couple of things have been on my mind the last week. One is to do with um, ministering and the other one is to do with um, crime within black communities. A lot of people are making the argument that Black Lives Matter is only concerned when the police comes and does something that hurts a black person. They're not concerned about the issues that are in black communities. Um, personally, what I think is this. Black Lives Matter is just one organization. Whether you believe in their mission or you don't, whether you support their mission or you don't, whether you use the hashtag Black Lives Matter or you don't, it doesn't matter. We all know that in all communities, there are challenges. Even within our own families, there are challenges. If anybody can honestly say that in their own family, they've never had a problem with their parents or their brother or their sister, then kudos to you because I don't know any structure any system or any family that does not have some kind of internal challenges of their own. That said, it is important that the people that are making the argument that Black Lives Matter should be concerned about their communities and not only focus on police. I know even Black people, we some of us see, see that um, we get outraged that we're not, um, that Black Lives Matter is not doing anything about the issues in the communities. What I want to say to that is this, not because I am speaking for Black Lives Matter or anything, but what I want to say um, is as individuals, we all see the problems. So you're seeing this problem you probably think that there is something that needs to be done and maybe you have a few solutions of your own. Now, isn't this a good sign that since you're so annoyed and angry and, and upset about the issues that are in the black communities and you would like something to be done about it, how about you do something about it, right? Um, you go out there, you take the ideas that you have, you see the problem, state your problem. Now that you know your problem, state your, your, your solution. Now that you have a solution, how about you go rally people around you to support you to solve that problem that is in that community? We can't sit at home and point fingers at one person or at one organization and say, they're not doing this, they're doing this, but they're not doing that. They're doing this, they're not doing that. What are you doing, right? What are you doing? You have the problem, you have the solution, you have people that agree with you. Now, be the visionary and actually do something 
about that problem. Be the visionary, get over your fear, get over transferring the responsibility to somebody else and actually do something about it. Start something, start a movement, start an organization, start something that will solve that problem that you are seeing. That's how probably somebody started Black Lives Matter. That's how somebody started any other organization. They see the problem, they have a solution, and then they go ahead and rally people to join them and solve the problem. So I don't think it does anybody justice to just keep pointing fingers and say, you're doing this, you're not doing that, you're doing this, you're not doing that, you're only coming up to do this and not that. What about this problem? What about that problem? Uh-huh, you solve that problem that you're stating. If we all each take responsibility from one problem that we see in society and take responsibility for solving even a tiny little bit of that problem, I am very certain that the world will be a better place. But when we transfer the problem to somebody else, then it makes it difficult. I'm not saying that sometimes organizations don't have that responsibility. They do. They can create greater change because they're already established organizations. Established systems can create a greater change. So I'm not ignoring the fact that systematic problems can be solved by organizations. Sometimes individuals cannot solve systematic problems, but individuals that all come together as a large group can solve a systematic problem. Now, there's another problem that I'm seeing, which I think it's worth mentioning. And that has to do with religious institutions. There is, in my opinion, a difference between somebody who pastors and somebody who ministers. Somebody who pastors probably takes it upon themselves to tell you what to do. But I'm noticing that people that minister takes it upon themselves to see how they can help you through a process. So they're involved in your life. They're not sitting at a distance telling you what to do or assuming that they know what your problem is. Um, I've stated this before and I'm stating it again that I went to a protest and there were three groups of people. One group was just a bystander. The other group was a peaceful protest. The last group was a group of people protesting the protesters. And the loudest voice there were the voice of a pastor praying almost hailstone and demanding that uh, people um, that people not get angry. People should stop anger. People should uh, not stop being bitter. And it was just not a compassionate way of doing things. The amazing Christians that are handling this whole race problem in a, in a really good way. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people that are handling it well. But I want to also say that there are also people that are causing more hurt than being the ministers that they're supposed to be. So I heard two prayers this weekend. One prayer, totally, the person said all the right things all the right things but when they prayed you could tell their position on each on black issues 
When they prayed, you could tell their ignorance on black issues. When they prayed, you could tell that they did not understand the struggles of their brothers and sisters. But the other person, when they prayed, those of us that were black people in the room, we felt it. We felt blessed. We felt that somebody cared. We felt that somebody understood. We felt that somebody had uh, uh, um, uh, had learned and researched and, and had maybe experienced what we're talking about. So, and yes, they have experienced because they were a black person. What I'm saying is this, there are some triggers when it comes to praying without understanding. So I am a big proponent of somebody asking before they pray. So ask somebody, what would you like me to pray for? Don't sit at home and assume by looking at this situation or the circumstance of something that somebody is saying and assume that you know what they're going through and then start throwing out prayers, right? So it's a good thing to pray. Prayer works and prayer does good things for people in all in many levels. So I'm not going to try to break down prayers, but I know prayer works in different levels, not just because God is going to answer and give you something, but prayer works in so many other levels, like a form of meditation, a form of, of healing, a form of direction, a form of focusing and concentrating and figuring out which way should I go. Just even being able to sort out from the noise around us, prayer can help us focus in. So now, if you're praying for me and you're saying that, I pray that you will not be hateful. I pray that you will not be angry. I pray that you will not be uh, 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 prone to violence, that you would only look up to God. I kind of get where that is going, but you're assuming that by me speaking up, I'm angry, I'm bitter, I'm, I'm mad at you, I'm putting the blame on you, right? So you're assuming so many things, which is in turn making me not to speak up because every time that I try to speak up, I get this aggressors from you that tells me to shut up not to express myself because when I do it, you're going to say, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm, uh, I'm stubborn, I, 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 I don't want to listen, I, all these things, right? You come at me with so much that it makes me just shut up, make me not want to share with you. So my thing is, please consider the triggers, consider your assumptions, consider your biases, even when you're trying to do the right thing. It's hard to ask. Even me as an individual, it's hard for me to practice that, but I'm trying and I try to show grace to the people that do that. And I try to teach and I try to explain that, look, I know your intention, but when you approach it like this, it hurts instead of bless, blesses. So, um, some people take it well, some people don't take it well, but it doesn't change the fact that the moment that you do that, people shut down. And all of a sudden you have distant somebody that just needed you to minister to them in love.
So um, I'm not sure if this clearly makes the point that I want to make. I'm hoping it clearly makes the point that I'm trying to make. Um, to say two things again, please consider the words you're using even in a religious context. Consider the things that you're saying because you're used to saying it. So it becomes just catchphrases that we Christians use. Consider it. Consider that some of the people that are fighting for justice are people that truly are God-loving and God-fearing and who wake up praying every morning and begging God for wisdom and direction on how to solve these issues. So consider that you're talking to people that know about God, right? That care about God, care about heaven, care about the things of heaven and care about the people of God. So let's not just talk because we have some assumptions and some biases. Let's talk out of respect for our fellow brothers and sisters. If you truly think that me as a black person is your brother and sister, show me some degree of respect when you talk to me about things like that. Show some degree of concern of not ignorance in your prayers. Don't just throw out cash words in your prayers. They're hurting. Pray with compassion. Pray a blessing upon the black people. Don't pray what you think they should be doing. Pray a blessing. Pray a healing. Pray kindness into them. Say something to God that God should that would bless the heart of the person. Not tell God to make their hearts not angry, not bitter, not this. Nah, nah, because most of us, we're not even angry, bitter. We're upset about what's happening. We're mad, we're frustrated, but we're not, we're not bitter. We don't want to kill you. We don't want to hate you. We don't hate. We're not doing it because we hate. We're doing it because we think that people need to learn. People need to know. People need to understand, right? So um, this is me saying it out of love to you that please, if you are a Christian and you're not a black person, thank you for what you're doing and thank you for your care and your concern. Just be a little sensitive about the words that you use in prayer, in, in telling somebody uh, about, in, talk, in bringing God into the conversation. Be sensitive to bring God in the right way. Don't bring God in a way that will hurt instead of bless. Okay, thank you. And I hope that um, we will continue to grow as brothers and sisters in the Lord and that are also seeking justice for people that uh, have been unjustly treated. Thank you.